KB to share a cafe coffee with someone, chatting about what's going on locally, nationally or internationally. Or something a little different. It's the McCafe Coffee Break. You probably know her from about 14 seasons on the block, and she's got a brand new show, Country Home Rescue. Shayna Blaze, thank you so much for your time. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. Thank you very much. That's fantastic. Great to chat with you. Country Home Rescue, your brand new show. You're basically doing some overhauling on a, a hundred over 130-year-old house. Yeah. Tell- Tell yeah, us about crazy, it. Yeah, what it's... was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, it certainly certainly makes for colourful television. Interesting how you got hold of this home as well. It's got a bit of an interesting backstory. Yeah, well, I was I had been looking in the area for a long time for acreage, and so I, I was always on the, the search. And um, anyway, my kids were making a movie about family and domestic violence, so I was set design. And it just kept popping up, popping up this house. And um, we ended up on a whim purchasing the house that we were going to flip after we had filmed it and then realised, you know what, I think I think this is something for us because as much as it looked like Amityville Horror to us, it <laughs> had so much beauty and heart and soul inside from the family that was there before. How was it working with your kids? Interesting. Uh, you know what, I have to say, like, you know... They're pretty hilarious, and we, we do have a great relationship, and there were were a few tense moments, but I actually am surprised how easily we got along. And, um, yeah, there's nothing like having your family around to poke you and rib you and then have a good laugh with afterwards. <laughs> it's a little different from the stuff you do on the or you've done on the block. Um, yeah. You know, being able to obviously on the block just basically go in and, and judge it to now putting your money where your mouth is and doing it all yourself. I imagine the pressure was on. Well, the thing is, I did also um, selling houses Australia for 14 years. So it was always my designs and what I did in the public. So people were always sort of judging yes or no or whatever. Um, But this is personal. So this is actually Mm. mine. This is um, a house to keep. It's not about um, doing it for profit. It's not about flipping. It's not Mm. about something that um, is about trends. This is about a long-term family home. And... I really want people to engage with that side of it and see that, well, how do you put your heart and soul into a home? What are the ways you go about it? What do you do? And I just hope people understand the process, whether they like the end result or not, really isn't what yeah. it's about. Yeah. It's actually about the process of what you do. No, I love that. On the block, how much work on the block is it for you and the other judges on that show? Do you literally just show up there for a couple of hours each week and and judge? Is that literally it? Um, well, we literally do just show up and yeah. judge, but it, we're there. We're, just, we're there all day. It takes yeah. We're in each house, you know, yeah. anywhere from an hour and a half to you know two hours. So it's a long day. Wow. It's like you know, seven till. Six till the sun goes down. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, it, it is a one day thing. We don't physically do anything. I just get hair and makeup and get dressed up, and you Off know, you go. that take that's it's taken thirty years of experience to get that sort of job. <laughs> <laughs> Over that thirty years, I imagine you've seen every single fad come through with interior yeah. decorating. What yeah. what makes you cringe over that time? What is something that you do not want to see come back? Oh, macro suede. It was horrendous. <laughs> macro suede and suede effects um, wall paint. 
<laughs> it was the most appalling thing. The macro slave was meant to be stain free, so everybody just treated it like it was a trash bag, and it just looked like a, a you know terrible frat party at the end of the day. And then the suede effects on the wall. It came in these really bizarre colours. That was all about ochres and bad reds and chocolate and mocha and it took about you know 10 rotary sanders to get it off in the end <laughs> came back to bite you on the you know where when you when you ended up realizing the mistake oh, you'd made <laughs> horrendous horrendous i'm surprised inflatable furniture didn't get a mention <laughs> do you remember that fad yeah, that was horrible. Yes. maybe maybe they just popped too quickly, and uh, yeah. I didn't really notice it as much. But, but there are so many bad ones. I, I think you know when I was younger, beanbags were the most oh, uncomfortable things in the whole yes. wide world. You could never get out of no. them. But they, you know they've been redesigned and shaped. That's and true. They're a bit better now. So if you can improve on a bad design, that's a good thing. As we head towards Christmas, I'm always fascinated to ask people who are in the know with decorating as well. Tinsel, yes or no? Oh, I'm a big no on tinsel. <laughs> Ask my kids. They would just stuff the tree with tinsel. I'm like, <laughs> no, no. I'm more about the baubles and the lights yes. and the little sort of glittery things. Yes. But when you stuff a tree with tinsel, it just looks like it's about to vomit. Yeah. I'm, look, I'm, hard for me to disagree. I'm in the no tinsel camp as well. Much to the disgust <laughs> of some of our colleagues, that's for sure, who love the tinsel. Um, is finally, is, is the house, have you, have you had any weird, you mentioned before it is a bit Amityville horrors, you had any yeah. sort of ghostly apparitions there? Well, the, the, the original owners did tell us that there was, you know, um, up in the top room that there were some ghostly um, moments with one of their girls, but really nothing. Oh. And, um, <laughs> and to tell you the truth, we'd, we'd stayed in the house for a couple of months while we were filming with a lot of people and... The amount of times you'd be walking around the house and you'd say, I really should be scared in this house, but I'm not. Yeah. There was just something about it that was just so falling down and <laughs> old and rickety and think, oh, I should be running out of here scared. But it it just felt good. So it's, it's, it's quite bizarre. Oh, there you go. Well, look, that that's good. That's that's great to hear. Hopefully it stays that way. Hey, Shana, thank you so much for your time this morning. Absolute pleasure to chat with you. All the best with the show. Looking forward to thank see you. how the uh, the renovations go. Thank you. Thank you. 8 o'clock tonight on Channel 9. Yep, that's it. Check it out. Shana's Country Home Rescue. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. Bye. Total Tools Black Friday pre-sale is on now. Don't wait until Friday to score the... That is Aloe Black, 92.9, a couple of minutes away from 9 o'clock. That is it for me. Di is coming up next with our 9 at 9. Morning, Di. Sure, morning. Hi. Uh, big show tomorrow. We've got, uh, what are we up to? 100, to? 180 with our Smash for Cash on the show tomorrow. Nice. And also yeah. 200 bucks with our Speaking of Sport as well. Yeah, wow. So lots, lots going on there. Lots of great stuff for Chrissy. Yeah, that's it. And I think Peter Ryan, the artist for the uh, silo art down in Crindai, is going to oh, join yeah. me for a chat as well. Oh, so looking to forward to that. Awesome. Yeah, That's cool. Hey, what do you think about this? Aussie winemakers might have to change the name. I don't know what it's to. We might have to have a bit of a think tank, mm. a bit of a round table. A bit of a round table, a bit of a um, corporate meeting. Of what to call Prosecco now. Italy wants exclusive naming rights for the grape variety. So the EU's been doing this, this a bit lately where they protect 
Uh, they put geographical protection on on food. So obviously champagne now can only be called champagne if it's grown in Champagne. Yeah. Otherwise it's sparkling wine. <laughs> Um, I think Sounds feta so they tried it on too, with feta. Yeah, I think they did, um, yeah. Where that can only be called feta if it's grown in feta. Mm. Um, mm. Otherwise, it's called white crumbly chalk, <laughs> otherwise. Um, so, prose- I don't know, what are, what are Australian-made Proseccos, which, by the way, is a $200 million industry in Australia alone. Yeah, it's huge now. It's huge. What are they going to call Prosecco? Well, this well, that's a good you can't question. Call it sparkling wine because we got that already. Well, I was at Aldi yesterday, even, mm-hmm. and just walking past the checkout where the where the yeah. wine and the spirits yeah. are, and there's a lot of prosecco bottles. Yeah, a lot of them. Yeah. So I get why. Yeah. You know, but there's a lot of bottles that are going to have to be relabeled, and to what? Yeah. That's a really good question. We might put that up on our Facebook page a little later on, get some suggestions. Yeah, because it would have to be just as fancy as Prosecco. Yeah, I know. Wouldn't it? It, It's got to be. That's Mm. right, exactly. Mm. Um, Brown Family Wine Group, Catherine Brown, uh, said that the Australian producers was, was, were standing strong for the future of the industry. She she said, "We're not going to." Uh, I sound like I've had a couple of proseccos <laughs> now. Jeez, share, get your JB. word out, share, Jamie. Share it. Um, we're not going to let them get their way because it might be about prosecco now, but it could put a foot on the brake for bringing in many new great varieties into Australia as well. We were told this is prosecco. We put millions of dollars behind the marketing, the promotion, the sale of this wine. People have invested in the great vines. They've invested in production facilities. Mm. They've invested in tourism. And we think that it's only right that they can continue to use the grape variety as it is named now, Prosecco. Prosecco. It's such a so. That's a good point. It is, That's yeah. That's a very, very good point. And our wine industry is pretty massive here. Oh, huge. And a lot of regional areas too that have wine and food as mm. their go-to industry for yes. tourism. Yeah. Huge. And that's expanding. So really good point. Yeah, yeah. very true. And that's right. It starts with Prosecco and then you take down Shiraz, <laughs> Merlot, Cabernet Sauvignon. Where does it stop? Where does it end? Where does it end? Does it? Hey? By the sounds we of We do it. a bit of payback. We create our own Australian grape variety and say that can you only be... You can't have it. Yeah, you can't have it. You can only call it the Tamworthia <laughs> if it's grown in Tamworth. <laughs> Otherwise, name it something else. <laughs> not, not that. Yeah. It doesn't sound fancy at it doesn't, all. Doesn't, but yeah, the, the point remains. <laughs> we'll work on it. Ava Max, head and heart at eight twenty-one here at ninety-two point nine JB. Here this morning, thanks to Nathan and all the team at Country Autos, GWM Havel, and the Festival of Footy is coming to Scully Park. This Saturday afternoon, tell us more about it. Matt Starr, he's the general manager of customer and community at the Newcastle Jets. Thanks so much for your time, Matt. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Thanks for thanks for having me on. No, nah, my absolute pleasure. A bit of unfortunate news with the Socceroos this morning against France. Yeah, yeah, a little, little bit unfortunate. Look, um, I thought the the guys played really well. Um, started strong, obviously a great a great mm. goal, and um, yeah, yeah scoreline unfortunately blew out a little bit. But um, yeah, I think hopefully they'll they'll take some confidence out of that going into the the next uh, next round match. Yeah, exactly. That's it. And speaking of that, that's going to be part of the festival of footy on on Saturday. But you guys bring two amazing games to Tamworth this Saturday. Tell us about them, Matt. Yeah, look, we're really excited uh, actually um, to to be in Tamworth and and bringing. 
uh, the community two top quality um, professional matches. So we've got our A-League women uh, playing their regular round two uh, fixture against the Wanderers. Um, so they kick off at three o'clock. And then immediately following that, um, our men's team will play a friendly match uh, against Melbourne City, who are actually leading the, the A-League competition mm. uh, at the moment. So, yeah, plenty of, uh, plenty of great uh, football action on offer this weekend at Scully Park. Yeah, and we want to try and break a record. We love trying to break records up here in Tamworth. A couple of years ago, we tried to break the record for most amount of people line dancing, and I think it was the most amount of people playing Smoke on the Water on the guitar about a decade ago. Um, so we want to try and break the record for best attendance at a women's A-League game, which I think was set on the weekend, just gone, yeah? Yeah, that's correct. So um, at the Wellington Phoenix game uh, in New Zealand last week, um, they had 5,200 people there, and that's wow. the, the, the most at an A-League women's fixture. Um, yep. So yeah, we, we really feel like, um, obviously, with, with the, I guess, the activity and the, and the quality of matches, on the weekend that we can really uh, encourage the, the local Tamworth community to get down and support and, and hopefully give that crowd, uh, crowd record number a, a nudge. Yeah, exactly. That's it. So get out there and enjoy uh, what will be two amazing games of football on at Scully Park this weekend. You guys, love, you guys obviously love taking the, the, the game regionally to regional areas of Australia. Yeah, I think uh, it's, it's an important focus for us as a club mm. and um, we want to be a club that, I guess, uh, represents the, all of northern New South Wales and, and something that, that all those guys can, can be proud of. And in recent years, as everyone knows, it, it's been difficult for us to get out and about uh, in the community and, and take some of this stuff uh, regionally. Mm. But, mm. yeah, we're pleased to have that opportunity uh, this weekend. And, and not only the matches on Saturday, but we've got a whole heap of uh, community engagement um, activity yeah. Uh, starting this afternoon and, and obviously then leading in into the into the weekend. So yeah, good good to get out, visit some clubs, uh, some schools, and and just get in and amongst the local community and, and get them excited about the weekend and excited about the Jets and uh, and you know, hopefully uh, yeah create create some um, some lifelong fans um, from some of that activity as well. You mentioned schools before the explosion of football slash soccer in recent years is just phenomenal. I mean it's it's, it's one of the most participated sports for school kids now i understand yeah it is and i think um probably in in recent years um being consistently one of the most uh popular participated sports certainly mm. for for kids and, and i think um the great thing for our sport is is the number of females that are now now yes. participating in football so that that's an important focus for us obviously we've got um the the women acting as role models and, and playing on the weekend so um, yeah, we'll be we'll be hitting um, a few schools um, on on Friday afternoon and, and taking some of the players with us, both from yep. the the men's and the women's team. And yeah, I guess talking to the kids about their journey and uh, and how they got to where they are, and, and hopefully, um, yeah, get get a, a closer connection with the players and the and the community, and then they can um, yeah be be longer term role models for um, for both boys and and girls. Yeah, exactly. That's it. I mean, they could be our future sporting superstars in, you know, future World Cups. You never know. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, wouldn't that be a great story yeah. if, um, yeah, if, if someone from, from Tamworth or the surrounding towns um, went on to that level and, and maybe pinpointed a time yeah. in their childhood where they'd, yeah, they'd had an experience um, with the Jets and, and maybe one of our players as well. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. 
Fantastic. So good to see you guys back here. I know the Newcastle Jets did come here a couple of years ago, and obviously with COVID and everything like that, as you mentioned before, been very tough. So great to see you guys back here again. All the details on uh, the West Entertainment Group website, wtlc.com.au. Obviously, your Newcastle Jets website has a whole bunch of stuff on there about becoming a member of the uh, the Newcastle Jets. Yeah, that, that's correct, mate. And uh, and the, the the last thing I'd say, just um, yeah. uh, the, the best thing about this weekend is that our kids twelve and under yes are uh, getting for getting for free with a, with a paying adult. So um, yeah, as I said before, really encourage um, as many of your listeners to, to get down mm. to, to the ground this week, and uh, and I'm sure you won't won't be disappointed with uh, with the action on the field. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be fantastic, and hopefully we can break that attendance record. That'll be lovely. That'd be great. That would be amazing. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Love it. Hey, thank you so much for your time, Matt. Great to chat with you. Enjoy your time in Tamworth. We'll chat again soon. Thanks again. Appreciate you having me on. My absolute pleasure. That is Matt Starr, General Manager of Customer and Community, and all the details about the Festival of Football. Looking forward to this Saturday at Scully Park, wtlc.com.au. You've You've just just gotten into work work and your your boss boss is already hounding you, and you haven't even had your coffee yet. Crank up 92.9 Workdays. Thanks to 